Hello and welcome to another episode of The Flow Protocols. My name is Kat Howell and I'm going to be your host on today's journey into the rabbit hole. On today's episode, I want to formally extend an apology to sacrifice. Over the past two years, I've been on a smear campaign against sacrifice, especially this idea that one must give up something in order to receive. I've waved some big red banners about it. Say no to sacrifice. <laughs> and I take it all back. <laughs> Enjoy this episode and be sure to check me out and thousands of fellow alchemists on the Facebook group, The Flow Protocols, where I share some more of my ritual work and practice of alchemy. So over the past two years, I've made it a very clear point to voice my opinion about how I do not believe that sacrifice is necessary in order to receive. Now, how I've been led to this perspective is that I spent seven years building a business beforehand and really abiding by this idea that sacrifice was needed. So I was working a lot. I was really best friends with, with overwhelm and unfulfillment towards the end there. I just pushed pedal to the metal or metal to the pedal, however you say it. And that led me straight into a mental breakdown. All the wheels came right off. And the gift in that was that I was able to start fresh from a blank slate. And I became so determined never to fall prey again to this idea of sacrifice. I had residual PTSD from the whole experience, if you will. But then something changed. <laughs> As I've been expanding and deepening my practice of alchemy, which is still fairly fresh considering I really started ritual work and alchemy, I'd say two, three years ago. I was doing techniques of magic before that, but I wasn't conscious that it was magic and it wasn't necessarily intentional about it. So intentionally, my practice of magic and developing my practice of magic is pretty fresh. It's pretty, pretty, pretty new. And as I've been exploring, you know, ancient spiritual scriptures and, and the history of alchemy and ancient shamanism, one of the common themes that has stood out has been sacrifice. Pretty much as soon as the human discovered fire, we were sacrificing things and giving up offerings to either deities in the sky or the gods of nature or forces that be or ancestors. Sometimes these offering offerings were, were tobacco or food or produce or, or wheat or rice. 
And sometimes they were live animals or animals and humans, even children. Every culture, every geographical location of human, every, every ethnicity demonstrates this give to get. Not all of it is human sacrifice, but certainly the idea of, of giving an offering in exchange for something else. It appears to be a universal human code. The, the code of reciprocity is hardwired within us. And honestly, this doesn't surprise me at all as a marketer because this is exactly how those free samples in the grocery store work, right? They give you something free and it creates a dissonance in your brain and you feel like you have to buy five packets of the stuff now. When you're marketing online, what you'll tend to see a lot of marketers do is give free PDFs or free, um, you know, free downloads or free training, something uh, that is free and of value. And they call this lead magnets in the marketing world because there's an understanding that when you give somebody something free, you create this dissonance within themselves and they'll want to reciprocate. And this is so hardwired within us that there's even studies showing that when that children have this desire to reciprocate, to give back to the family. And when a child you know, tries to contribute or tries to give back, or even if it's in the form of, you know, giving a, um, a twig doll or something that they found outside and the offer is declined or they're prevented from doing that, the child can feel disconnected from the family. So it can lead to rebellious behaviors. So this, this need to give back when we receive, or this, I should say, this dissonance we experience when we are given something unexpected or for free is really something that pretty much every human experiences. It creates a dissonance where we feel like we need to give something back. This is what I started to discover. The deeper I started to explore ancient shamanic practices, even religious practices, uh, cultures across the world, I found this prevalent theme of give to give, get across everything. And this has really beautiful connotations around sustainability as well, because we, we what's, what's really happened is this code of reciprocity, this strong human desire to give when we are given something, to give back when we are given something, or to give something, I'm going to use the word sacrifice here, right? To give something important of ourselves in order to get something back. It never went away. It's been here since the dawn of humanity, for as long as we've been walking around talking to each other, and it's still here today. The difference is back then, ancient humans, they would, you know, tremble at the gods in the sky and the forces of nature and, and the animals around them. 
And that's what the offerings, that's who they were making offerings to, the ancestors, the, the spirits, the guides. Whereas now, that is money. That is become that has replaced those those gods, those forces, those entities, right? We sacrifice our time for money. We sacrifice time with our family from with from our children for this resource. Now, this, by the way, has nothing to do with vilifying money. Let's be very, very, very super clear here. This is not a conversation about saying, see, money is the root of all the problems and everything that's happening because actually it has nothing to do with money. You could take money completely out of the picture and that code would still exist. It would be something else that would replace money because it's a universal code. It, money is just like the, the, the channel for it or it's just the manifestation of that code. We desire to exchange value. This is why money works so, as a system in the society that we live in. So there is always, or not there is always, but yes, actually there is always a sacrifice. There is always a sacrifice, especially if you're working with magic and setting intentions and desiring growth for yourself, desiring new financial circumstances for yourself, desiring a new relationship status, desiring something outside of your existing conditions, there's going to be a sacrifice. Now, here's where most people get this wrong and why my complete pendulum polarized opinion of say no to sacrifice was not completely far off, though it was way too extreme. The we mistake sacrifice as, as time or money or fulfillment. We think that, that these are the required, that we, we, we believe that that is the required sacrifice, right? We see the quotes on Instagram where entrepreneurs are like, work through the weekend while everyone else is, is partying so that you can enjoy the rewards. You will succeed if you sacrifice the present now. But that's, that's a form of sacrifice. Does it work? Sure. It works for some people because for some people it will enchant them into believing they are now deserving of what they want to receive right? They have, for some people, it will lessen the dissonance of reciprocity within their mind and now they can receive. You see that? Is it necessary to work hard to sacrifice, you know, time or, or any part of your personal life, your, your fulfillment, your creative freedom in order to make money or to receive? Absolutely not. But a sacrifice will be required. And here's the expansion on this. That sacrifice is not just hard work and, and time and fulfillment. Sacrifice, and in fact, I'd argue the hardest sacrifice of all, is a way of thinking or leaving the known comforts, the structures of what is. When you are trying to grow and expand or change your circumstances at some point in time, you're going to get faced with, the, with, with making that leap of faith 
in what is just really a belief in yourself, a belief in what might be possible for you. And it's unlikely that reality will be giving you any of the markers during this time that it will work out for you, that you can do it, that it's possible for you. In fact, it's likely that reality will give you all the opposite markers telling you it's not going to work for you, that you're a big fat failure and you might as well go shove your head in the ground, right? And it's in that moment that you're going to have to sacrifice a way of thinking, a way of, you know, feeling comfortable at a certain revenue bracket or feeling comfortable in a relationship that you know isn't quite right for you. And you know that is the hardest fucking thing to do <laughs> in the world. <laughs> because we are deeply terrified of change. We are deeply terrified of the unknown. So the sacrifice is a sacrifice of, of, of fear, really. A sacrifice of what is, a sacrifice of, of fully surrendering and trusting and leaning into um, the big scary unknown. And that is the most powerful form of sacrifice. And I think that that is where we have led ourselves as a species, as, as humanity, from you know, first knocking rocks together, building fires, hunting buffalo, and sacrificing our firstborn children to sacrificing uh, time and hard work and fulfillment for money to what is now this conceptual era of sacrificing old paradigms, sacrificing old modalities, modes of thinking, old ways of thinking. So I want to issue a formal apology to the word sacrifice. Man, oh man, has that word been smeared. <laughs> it's got a bad rep for itself and certainly I was no help. I was definitely uh, trailing that word through the mud for the past two years and I've done a full 180 with it. I do believe that sacrifice is required. I don't believe that sacrifice of, of hard work and fulfillment and time and effort are the only ways to succeed or receive or the only ways of sacrifice that actually the sacrifice and the most important sacrifice that you can make is not hard work. It's not effort and fulfillment. It is the sacrifice of an old way of thinking, an old perspective, an old paradigm. It is the sacrifice of the known comforts, which is the hardest sacrifice to make of all. And if you are brave enough and you are bold and brazen enough, to fall into that sacrifice or to make that kind of sacrifice, to open yourself to seeing things differently, to believing in things differently, to experiencing things differently, then my friend, you are in for the kind of expansions they write movies about. So... This is what ancient shamanism has taught me about 
sacrifice. Always I am a student, always I am learning, always I am expanding. It has been such a continued gift of the evolution of self and um, being able to tap into, you know, patterns or, or things that have been showing up since ancient times is just so exciting to me. It's, it's just pure magic. So thank you for tuning into another episode of the Flow Protocols. You can check out some more of my work and other episodes or articles that I've written about shamanism and alchemy on my website at cathowl.com and be sure to grab a copy of magic source codes on amazon my intention for 2023 is to start the audiobook version of that and the reason i haven't done it yet is because i want it to be an audio path working if you've been in my world and you've listened to some of my path workings you know that it's just storytelling using music and that's what I want my audiobook to be so it's it's gonna take a little bit more to produce which is why I think I'm procrastinating it <laughs> but make sure you grab the paperback version of magic source codes uh, go on that journey with me into how I came to practice alchemy uh, I dive into ancient Egypt lots of different angles of alchemy all tied into how I used it to really build a solid foundation for my mental health and sense of well-being and how I work with the forces um, around me. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode of the Flow Protocols.